Okay, all right, all right, okay. Oh, I love that song. All right, well, <laughs> welcome to Shifted... Music Views. Myth, music Views, Shifted Music Views. Welcome. Today's April 16, 2019. Angie, are you as excited as I am? I am so excited. We are so pumped to be doing our first live podcast to share our views. On the music industry. On the music industry, from artists... To labels, to nonsense. To the fact that Universal Music Group is making $10 million a day on streaming. $10 million a day on streaming? Yeah. I think we're doing it all wrong. I think so. <laughs> awesome. So anyway, we're going to come to you weekly, uh, again, to talk about all that cool, fun stuff about the music industry, potential artists that we may be working with, some things that we see on a day-to-day basis. Um, yeah, I guess we could talk about... Of the fact that we work at Shift Music Group. Yes, yeah, I think we'll, we'll introduce ourselves. My, uh, again, I'm Zach. Um, I'm a lover of music of all types. And uh, it's fun. I left the industry a little bit to uh, do some food stuff. And now I'm back to help find the next star or help any artist in their career get to where they want to be. I mean, to reiterate, we might have already found the next star. But we can't tell you who that is yet. Not yet. Not yet. We're excited for that. And Angie over here, my, my superstar, has been around the world and back. Yeah. Um, homegirl, a.k.a. me, has her master's degree in music business. Somehow I convinced my parents that was a smart move. I've um, been in the industry for <laughs> 10 years. Uh, worked at Def Jam, Arlene's Grocery, Island Records, Republic Records, and now I'm at Shift Music Group. I feel like we're endorsing this song right now. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, this song. Wait, so would you consider this country? I mean, that's what everyone's talking about right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, horses in a hotel room. I mean, it, it sounds like a country lyric, right? You know, I don't know. What, what but the it could fun? also be like a country gangster. Oh, my God. We would love to hear what everyone thinks out there. Please email us at music at shiftmusicgroup.com to let us know what you think. But seriously, we, we don't know. I don't know. I, I, I personally don't think it's country. I think it's ridiculous. I think if Keith Urban covers your song, you're country. I guess so. I, I mean, he might also country. It's a, but it's a country it. version. Right, you're, you're, taking, you're right. You're right. So it's uh, I don't know. We don't know. We'll get. We'll, we'll keep thinking about it. We'll we'll come back next week with some more info. But talking about genres. Okay. How does an artist define their genre? I think that's one of our biggest things that come up today when we talk to artists because they don't know where to define themselves. I agree. I think it's not even. I mean, yes, about defining yourself in a genre, but sometimes certain voices are just suited for some genres. Taylor Swift. A perfect example. Yeah. Well, she did the seamless transition from country to pop. Right. But I think country to pop is not a huge jump. Interesting. I mean... It's like if Kanye were to come out with a country album. We would all be really confused. Yes. I mean, kind of like Lil Nas X. It's like, you would assume he'd have something that's Kanye-esque, and then he was on country charts. There you go. He's disrupting the industry. That's where it's about, right? He's shifting our views. Exactly. Speaking of which, Kanye West is suing Def Jam, Rockefeller, and EMI. 
Yeah, he just wants all his money back. He wants all of his money. What is your views on that? Well, hmm. I think as a young artist, he signed a pretty crappy deal. And now a lot of publishing is to all these labels. And now as a big artist, he thinks he's entitled to them. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying read your contracts. That's fair. I mean, as an artist development management firm, you know, artists get lost in the beginning. So it's like, but this kind, but do the people that now have the right to it deserve to be screwed over? I mean, I would love to see the contract only because contracts might say we own X percentage for X amount of time. Right. So maybe he only has a few more years in that contract and he gets it back. Maybe he never gets it back, and that's why he's fighting it. Kanye must be having some money troubles. Yeah, didn't he tweet like a year ago saying he's broke? Oh, yeah, he did that. But he's also married to Kim K, so... See, there's no money issues there. There shouldn't be any money issues there. And to shift out of music for a second, she's going to be uh, a lawyer, she announced. She's going to take the yes. board, so good for her. She's studying 2022, I think. There you go, Kanye... And Kim, they keep bringing us news. Another news, um, yeah, other news. In sync was at Coachella. Oh, I saw that with Ariana Grande. Ariana without JT. Yeah, well, I'm assuming JT would prefer to leave his in sync backgrounds in the background. I read. and I have no source. Mm-hmm. The reason was is that he was just coming off tour. But he, he tweeted or Instagrammed uh, congratulations. With that being said, rumor has it that InSync might be coming back with or without JT. How would you feel about that, Angie? A huge InSync fan when I was little. Backstreet Boys were great too, but InSync was my jam. All I have to say is I don't think they'll do it with JT. Only because, A, he did Super Bowl by himself, so he's reputable on himself. And also, if we circle back to the Lou Perlman documentary, yes, he was not in it. His mom was in it, but he was not in it. So JT is just out. He's distanced himself. He's on his own. Everyone here, it will, if you dive into this podcast, I will mention JT at least once every time. I am a huge Justin Timberlake fan. But, yes, Lou Perlman. The InSync documentary about, or Backstreet Boy, all the boy band stuff, and it was interesting to see, I don't know, you know, if all you guys listening got to watch it, watch it on YouTube, it's such a surreal, interesting story, but you had such mixed feelings about someone who was so obviously stealing from these people, and then there were people actually backing him up. But maybe why, this is why artists are afraid of managers. Yes. This guy basically paid himself as a sixth member of these bands, and then also all the recoupables that he was spending. So all those dinner parties that they thought they were being treated to, it was coming out of their penny. Imagine selling out arenas all over the world, um, getting platinum CD and all of that, and only getting 10000 as your first paycheck. But they didn't find out until three years in. That's the greasy part. They got no money until three, three years in. It kind of makes you think, of, like, where were the parents? I think the parents were just... I, I don't I'm not, This isn't about... Sorry, guys. This isn't about how to parent your children, but... but it just... Listen, I do not want to talk about this, but I also want to talk about this. It's like the <laughs> whole MJ documentary. Sure. Where, where are the parents? Right. No. It's kind of the same thing. Where are the parents? Yeah. Sometimes they're just blinded by fame. 
I mean, I don't blame them. I have no idea how to react in the situation except protect my kid. But maybe they're just blinded by hopes that they might not have to work one day. I mean, that's the change of the industry today. Yeah, people are reading their contracts, which is... Weird. Read the contracts. Artists, read your contracts. Seriously. Us managers aren't all out to get you. We actually want to help. That's what's really cool about what we're trying to do, which we'll dive into another week's podcast. But this is our, our first one. So this is more of a get to know us. Yeah, and get to know where we stand. Get to know where we stand. Mm-hmm. And keep your horses in your hotel room. Oh, that is so important. I mean, you couldn't believe what today, horses in hotel rooms. The rental fees for all of that. <laughs> So another thing I just wanted to talk about, you know, as our first podcast and just as we are beginning to develop our roster of artists and diving, having our firm, um, you know, it's funny. It's, it, we, we speak with artists daily. Yeah. And there's one of the main things that they discuss or talk about with us is their own sound. Yes. 100%. And I think it's really interesting because we get all different types of questions from artists and one of the biggest ones is like we actually spoke with an artist say it's like I don't know what genre to put themselves into Angie what do you think is the pro- or a problem with that or do you feel it's okay to not define yourself as a genre I think it's super important to define yourself because right. how are you going to market yourself in this day and age it's all about marketing yourself and like defining yourself especially when you're uploading your own music on spotify spotify is going to ask you what are you what genre are you just they might even playlist you and if they do they're not going to playlist a don't know my genre they playlist someone that's like pop or indie but at the same time i understand a lot of artists want to experiment they need to find their sound they need to find what genre fits them best their soul and their voices so what's your take on or your feeling as we develop these careers people actually covering other people's songs and taking them a country song and making it a pop song or a pop song and making it into a country song do you think that's very important today for an artist yeah and i think that's actually different than defining your sound that's more like finding a sound you like and making it your own right so i I, yeah some artists will be like oh the cover song game but yeah, the cover song game. Like, if you can make something your own, that's you already have a bunch of people, a bunch of eyes and ears listening to it because it's a song they know and you're making it your own. So there's nothing wrong with the cover song game. So what are, what we're getting at is everybody should be covering. I think everybody should cover this song. I challenge I, ch- I challenge other artists to cover this So we have our country Keith Urban Thank you for that Yes Now let's get Kanye to do it I was just thinking that Kanye. Well Billy Ray Cyrus Okay remix. We got Billy Ray Let's have Taylor Swift on it Oh Taylor Swift <laughs> This is a call out to you Or Selena Gomez Please Please do it You know who come might on actually our show. do it really well Justin Bieber Justin Bieber. He's one of those voices that you're pop, pop, pop. And I was at Def Jam when we tried to push him onto radio for hip hop. And they're like, no. But now he's like on those charts. If John Mayer did this, I mean, not John Mayer, Justin Bieber, would it be singer, songwriter or hip hop? Or country? I don't think he writes his things, his songs anymore. No. So he might not be a singer, songwriter anymore. I could be wrong. Sorry, JB. You're probably <laughs> not listening to this. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. 
Um, cool. So, again, guys, thank you so much for listening. The goal is for us to, on a weekly basis to dive in what we're doing as a firm, talk about the industry and where it's at and where it's going, our opinions, and what we're listening to. Thank you for listening up this week. And we'll talk to you next week. Again, Shifted Music Views with Zach and Angie. Speak to you soon. Bye.